Hello Internet! Welcome to Season 2 of my podcast, Talk Show! My name is Annabelle and over the next few episodes, you can expect reviews of movies or TV shows that I've seen and I'll talk about what's trending and also try to objectively evaluate if they're worth your time. My guest today is Benny. Hey Benny, how's it going? Hi. Hello. Life is going on. <laughs> yes. We're still in the midst of COVID, which is not ideal. Oh, which reminds me, talk show is one year old. Woohoo! Oh, Happy yes. birthday <laughs> to me, <laughs> I guess. Is it one year or one years? One year old. It is one year, one year old. old, but it's one years old. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> it's one years of days old. <laughs> one years days old. Just, just want to do a brief shout out to all my guests, including Benny, who have tolerated my nonsense and appear on my podcast. So thank you guys. You guys are amazing. And thank you to my listeners for hanging out with us for more than 365 days. Actually, I, this, this podcast started in like April. So it is more than one years old. Oh, so in that case, it is one years old. Grammatically, erroneously speaking. Okay, <laughs> so to start today's <laughs> podcast, uh, yeah, so you know, what, what have you been up to, Benny, <laughs> other than watching Today One Night? <laughs> um, I have watched, uh, yeah, I've gotten into Vincenzo and Law School, Woo-hoo! these are the two that I've watched. Yeah. Vincenzo Casano, con salado. Casano. Yes, so today we're going to be talking about Vincenzo. <laughs> Benny, how do you find Vincenzo so far? So far? Oh, I finished it already. <laughs> well, it ended quite a while ago. <laughs> well, I mean, it crept in like, you know, people who like to binge watch the whole thing, right? Do you usually um, binge? But no, I followed... Oh. Mm, I only binge if it's a show that has been shown. <laughs> and <laughs> like, and it's really good. But I don't know, I feel like nowadays I have a lot more self-control. So yeah. I can actually stop midway and just go and do other things and come back to Wait, it. Wait, what? <laughs> Yay, me. Doesn't yeah. that mean that the uh. show was not interesting enough to like and capture your attention for the full span? No lah, I think maybe I just have more important things in life now. Uh, okay. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Fine. so Vincenzo was... Um, Vin, Vin, Vincenzo. Actually, yeah, they don't... Pr- I, I don't even know how to pronounce it correctly because I have no idea whether they were pronouncing it correctly. I mean, they pronounce um, it with a Korean accent, right? Yeah, the bin, right? The, yeah. The sound. So for us, it would be Vincenzo, Vincenzo. Right? Vin- okay, it's Vincenzo. 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 Spaghetti. Parmesan. Right, Ferrari. No, Ferrari. Okay, okay. Anyway. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Vincenzo. So um, yes, uh, yeah. Benny, tell us, how did you find Vincenzo? Uh, it was... Actually, very entertaining in general. Yeah. The first episode was okay. Um, quite typical. Once again, you know, this orphan <laughs> to explain like his his you know fantastic background. Yes, uh, yes. To be an Italian ma- ma- mafia. We should just like uh, go through this entire episode, pronouncing things the way that <laughs> the Koreans would. So instead of like yeah. what conciliar, we just go consolidus. Yeah. <laughs> So many inside jokes, yes. which means you have you have to watch it to find out. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and I think initially, uh, John Yobin's character was mm. uh, a tad bit uh OTT. I felt OTT meaning. Um, 
like over the top. Oh, over the like, wow. Lingo. Yeah, I think we'll explain why I guess when we when we when we go into the characters. But like yeah. I think she was this close to me turning me off from watching continuing Ooh. to watch actually. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I decided to press on for the storyline. So I think after the fourth episode it, it gets it really gets better. Yeah. I've seen some people comment that you know, they're on the third episode and they're like, uh, you know, I don't really see what's great about this. Mm. And then I'll be like, no, no, just, just hang in there. Just <laughs> hang in there. Yeah, I think the moment I decided to kind of like recognize the show for what it is <laughs> uh, in terms of like, you know, there are a lot of fantastical elements uh, to, the, to the drama and like, yeah, something just don't make sense. So don't try to make sense and just <laughs> enjoy the ride. Uh yeah, it was actually very entertaining. Yeah, it's entertainment. Don't don't make don't make it into a documentary, guys. <laughs> yeah, or like say that must be true to life. There's no way a pigeon is gonna save you, right? There's oh, no way. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I expect that people, if they are listening to this, they should have already gotten through most of it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like they are finding reasons to continue watching it. So yeah, spoiler that's true, alert. That's true. There's a pigeon. Yeah. There's a whole pigeon thing. Yeah, there's a whole patient thing. <laughs> In Jagi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was so amused at the football player reference. Oh my goodness. I thought that I was the only one who got it. Thank you for like no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but for your age, for you to get it is not bad lah. Wait, wait, are you that much younger? Because Inzaghi is quite a long time already. Like, well, I think um because just my friend group growing up were very into football. So um, uh, I've heard the name being thrown around And then like mm-hmm. As I was watching it It didn't like Just click with me I had to like How come this name sounds so familiar Then I went to Google it. Oh <laughs> yeah 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 So yeah You know It didn't come to me that right. naturally I'm impressed though still. Oh thank you good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a football fan? Yes I am Which which but, I mean growing up lah mm. Now I have more Now K-drama has taken over my life So or just keep on hold lah. Today's one night. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide that oh, side man. of you here, Benny. <laughs> I can't wait for Cha 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 to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just gushed. <laughs> you triggered me. It's alright. That it is oh, who you Jang. is. You is who you is. It is who you are now. <laughs> I are who I are. <laughs> Handsome man. I, I don't know leh. I he won't. Is. I won't say he's pretty. He's cute lah. Song Joon Ki is pretty. Song Joon Ki was my first K drama love. Like he was the oh. one who reeled me in, and I said, I remember. <laughs> okay, so I saw him first on Running Man, and then he oh. had uh, a drama at that time called uh, Innocent Man. And I I was like, okay, it's a melodrama. Do I want to sit through this? And I was like, you know what? It's just Song Joong-ki, right? They're, they're probably very like cute moments. So I'll just watch it. And I can't believe I sat through the entire thing because that was such a slow drama. Like, <laughs> I aged watching it. But I sat through it because of Song Joong-ki. I was like, 10-year age gap? No problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kim Sun ho and I are just one-year age gap. So I have uh... a chance. <sighs> Quick! Somebody call <laughs> call his agency. You will say yo. Kyohun, say yo. I don't know. I I just asked if he if marriage is there or something. Marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just say. Yeah, I I think um yeah. So as as I mentioned, he was really one of my first you know 
Kay crushes. And I think mm. seeing him back on the screen again, you know, after the noise about, you know, the divorce and everything, like, it really made me happy to see, like, how Vincenzo, sorry, Vincenzo turned out, like, in terms of just the tone and everything. Because I, mm. I don't know about you, like, but I personally found it, and like, to be really amazing, like, how they crafted everything. I, I think we'll get to this in a bit, but, like, just, mm-hmm. like, in general right now, I was watching it concurrently with Sisyphus, which is supposed to be another... Pretty decent drama Supposed to oh, be Oh yeah I was watching it too <laughs> Supposed to be I, I I sort of binged through that one Like Did you like it? Yeah I don't know um, But I thought the storyline was Okay I felt that the editing The editing was a bit weird la, At parts mm. And um, You mean like how they like but, Did the back and forth mm. thing? Like back into the past Fast forward to the mm, future mm. Yeah yeah, yeah. Um like I've I've watched a couple of dramas, K dramas. Like okay, a couple is kind of like an understatement, but <laughs> usually I feel like flashbacks should have been like coloured, like tinted. If not, like there'll be a bit of like a um, mm, distortion. It signals to you that it's older, mm. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was completely missing in Sisyphus. But I feel like it kind of plays into the genre though, because it's a time travel mm. genre, right? So technically, the past is the future, and the future is the present. Mm. Master yeah. Ugwe <laughs> There's no better <laughs> gift Than the present <laughs> Yay yeah. I have to say that uh, I give props to the producers For trying Because um, Like K-dramas have not had Much luck With the Time travel Fantasy genre So far And I find that You know uh, Compared to others This one was done pretty well Like everything tied up Pretty nicely Even though like The ending was like Ah yes, it was all part of my master plan. Didn't you realize that none of the bullets hit you? And I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> For me, what was uh, I guess something that I still was I was confused about was to locate where we are at, mm. like as the viewer, in the in the whole mm. loop, the yeah, multiple yeah. uh mm. realities. Yeah, mm. where where are we at? Because I think it's supposed to be. I mean, it felt a bit linear at first, right? It's like, okay, went back to the... Uh, Park Shin Hei went to the past, and then that's where we are at right now. But there were things along the way that kind of showed that, you know, there were something else that was happening. La. And then, like, so for example, when Han Tae-soon was, like, in the school, right? In his in his elementary school, and then, like, scribing on the wall mm. to, to be saved, yep. right? Yeah, then I'm like, okay... So there's he's actually trying to he's trying to change things lah, right? Yeah. Because they keep saying that it keeps cycling. Uh Sigma will be like like, oh, you know, I will always win. And then they'll try just trying to change things again. So yeah, I'm I was like trying to figure out where on earth they were. Were there any changes in the past? Is this a uh, a new reality that is being created right now because of the characters' choices? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I and then <laughs> and then I don't know, I yeah, I, I think I'm I, I kind of didn't really apply myself to to <laughs> fully understanding the show, to be honest. The question I want to ask, though, is that, like, is it really important to kind of place yourself in the time? Like, what's the importance of that? I think it helps me at least understand where they were going, maybe. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I guess naturally I would be thinking that, you know... Because they they are they were talking about how it was like the reality just keeps happening, right? Yeah, and yeah. Sigma always says that he always wins. Yeah. 
yeah, so once once you say that, okay, it has been always been happening, I'll be like, okay, so now we are gonna see how things will change. Mm. I guess like I was also thinking, why now? You know what I mean? Like why at this very particular moment then he is making different choices and right. choosing different things. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you kind of look at it from like the standpoint that we are just watching one of many scenarios that could mm, happen mm. in different um, parallel universes and stuff like that, then I guess it's a mm. bit uh, easier to follow. Lah. Because, well, that's the, that's the mindset I had going in. For, for me, I found it enjoyable and it was an effort, you know, to do something that Korea has not been uh, very good at doing so far. Mm. So yeah. Uh yeah, Sisyphus and Vincenzo were both pretty decent uh watchers for me and it helped me get through, you know, difficult mm. work weeks. Uh which is why I want to talk about well, let's maybe veer back to Vincenzo and talk about maybe um what about the drama was good for you? Um I guess like well, firstly, of course, entertainment and Song Jun <laughs> Song Junki's visuals. Yes. I yes. Thought, I thought the <laughs> I thought the DOP did a great job, mm. the director of photography. Yes, Some yes. Uh, really good framings. Um, I really enjoyed how they kept trying to put twists. I, I think every episode like ended with uh, some sort of twist, you know, that was like, like hooked you to like, yeah, yeah, can't wait yeah. for the next episode. Yeah. Um, and then like a lot of su- elements of surprise. I did find though at some point that like people like the the twist that Vincenzo always had it's kind of like a it became like a a, <laughs> a very what's the word for it it was expected predictable. it's predictable yeah, yeah it's like you yeah. just know that he's gonna <laughs> save the day yeah you got what I mean or even if he's in trouble like you know something's gonna fly turn. in the tables are gonna turn <laughs> something's gonna fly <laughs> yeah. in <laughs> yeah but you, but you want to know how you know what I mean right it's like, right they they kind of almost put it in your face. Right, right. That that's yeah. going to happen. But you don't know how. I think mm. that's like quite high level. Yeah, that's quite <laughs> good. I thought that it would be, yeah. it was actually a pretty decent comeback for Song Joon Ki lah, right? Like mm. initially Smart he's always choice. been, yeah, initially he's always been doing uh, romance genre. Mm. Uh, and mm. after, well, I mean his marriage and divorce, I was like, oh no, mm. he's going to make a comeback. If he, like whichever mm. actress they are going to pair him up with, right, it's going to be a disaster. So like, yeah. I like how, I guess, the drama kind of took away from that and played more into like the, oh, he's this really witty, smart lawyer guy who always knows how to get around things. Yeah, and, and then like his love interest wasn't that apparent also, right? Like they, they gave us time to warm up to her mm. uh, and to show that, you know, she's also very independent. Uh, she, I mean, okay lah. Yeah, <laughs> up, like he had to save her a lot. Oh yeah, I wish you. Yeah, anyway, um, but, but I feel like yeah, if they went in with her too obviously, you know, what I mean, like too obvious that she is gonna be like love attracted interest. to each other at yeah. first sight. Yeah, I think it would have backfired as well. The pressure on her, I think, was also pretty immense, uh. Yeah. 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 I think maybe that's why they also portrayed her as kind of like a crackhead character, right? Mm, like a mm. bit offbeat so that people yeah, will be yeah. like, oh, she's a damsel in distress. Oh, this is so yes, typical. Yes. Yeah. I think another thing that I really like, so now talking about John Yobin, right? And how she's such a crackhead. <laughs> mm. Like, I really enjoyed the humour of Vincenzo. Mm. Like, in the beginning, it was so weird. 
we didn't know whether to take it seriously or not because the trailer made it seem so dark. Um, there's yeah. gonna be a lot of action. Wow, it's James Bond, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. But then in the end, it's like he enters uh Gunga Plaza, and then we have just this whole display of strange characters, <laughs> all of them who have some sort of history, for some yeah. reason. They're all gathered in one place. Yeah. So I I don't know. I find that the writing of the humor was very new. It was very fresh. I have I just haven't seen it in a while. So that was um mm. I actually really liked that yeah. a lot. And to think that Song Joon Ki could portray that kind of humor, you know mm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I found that it was pretty amazing, la, like how diverse he is as an actor and how I guess um boxed in he has been up till now. Yeah, um I mean I think I would actually say that I was very surprised to see how much like slapstick comedy yes, there was yes. inside. You know how it can go either way, la, right? <laughs> I mean but I think that would be there's a bit of a danger in that I guess we will talk about it also later. Yeah. Right. That the the kind of violence that was involved and mm. how you know the silliness and violence, right? That's that's what characterizes like slapstick. Uh, humor and yeah, it was weaved in very smoothly, very smoothly. Yeah, yeah, very organically, very smoothly, mm. and you didn't, you just like will have have fun lor, and enjoy the right kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the supporting <laughs> cast also really helped Song Joong Ki. Yeah, yeah, they could pull it off. I think a lot of them were uh theater uh actors, and I think they intentionally chose those people so because so <laughs> they will be able to <laughs> yeah yeah they'll be able to pull it off I think one thing that was quite interesting though is that they mm. decided to portray one of the characters as uh queer and then he, they like threw Song Joon Ki in to like go after that guy and like <laughs> I I feel like, okay I, I, I think the point in me bringing this up is that like they just had so many moments where they were like buttering him up they're like wow this guy is so handsome wow this guy's <laughs> looks are out of this world you know d- yeah, do you yeah. notice that so like yeah, even yeah. with it's like even with the queer character they were like wow look at mm. him even guys fall in love with him I was yeah. like wow do you need to go so far to like mend his image <laughs> What is this damage control? We all know he's handsome, you know. <laughs> but it could also be like um, I don't know. I f- I find like the exaggeration, uh, actually kind of works for in in his favor because it's also like not very realistic to pretend that he's not handsome. So in so instead, let's bring it all the way, right? Let's just like push and make it so like. Like and use it to our advantage. I, I think that's also quite high level. I think this entire drama yeah. is just zero to hundred. Like <laughs> it's like the, the writers they had this on, on the whiteboard, zero to one hundred. I think that's like one of the better qualities of Vincenzo because it's it's really just it's mm. so you don't expect them to go so far with say their humor or even the action, the um I would say the murder scenes. I feel like you typically see this in Hollywood. Um but very I won't say rarely but not as much in K-dramas. But I did think that this worked um, very well in Vincenzo's favour because if they had mm. done things like maybe like just halfway, for example, say the yeah. humour, you remember the, the zombie episode yeah. where the queer oh, yeah. character is like, oh, I'm so scared of zombies, save me. If they only had gone like halfway with that, yeah. I feel that um, the humour yeah. would have come off uh, very cringy. Definitely. Yeah. But speaking yeah. of that, see, my segue mm. into violence. <laughs> 
So, um, one movie that I keep comparing Vincenzo to while watching is, I think, Deadpool. So, Deadpool is, um, you know, mm. it has a bit of romance, a lot of comedy, but it's mostly dark comedy, mm. and a lot of killing, a lot of blood. So, when, um, when I was watching Vincenzo, I feel like a lot of the styles were similar mm. to Deadpool, uh, which is a bit, I would say, strange, because we don't see this kind of thing that often. Like, you don't see people stabbing people happily and then boasting about it in a K-drama, at least. You know? Um, and I think that while, like, majority of people did enjoy Vincenzo... Vincenzo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it now. Vincenzo. I just it. <laughs> yeah, you can butcher it and, like, Benedict Cumber something. Cumber, cucumber. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you can butcher his name, like... <laughs> Like the new meme. And people will understand. So, (laughs) sorry, back to Vincenzo. Yeah. Uh, So, um, (laughs) yeah, I feel that... (laughs) Pinocchio. So, while while many people really, um, majority of people did enjoy Vincenzo, um, there are some people who are very concerned about the violence and uh, how justice was portrayed in Vincenzo. Mm. Vincenzo. Mm. Uh, guys, you understand what I'm talking about. I'll just, I'll just go with whatever comes to my mind right now. Yeah. So yeah, uh, actually, how do you feel about the violence? Like, honestly, for me, the action sequences were very well done. So I think that the way, like, say, uh, the lawyer Myung-hee and how Jun Woo dies mm. in the end, uh, spoiler, no spoiler lah, um, how they die in the mm. end is actually quite I would say poetic. Grotesque. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going Sorry. for the more like... <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's poetic also. Yeah. Okay, you start with the poetic. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with yeah. poetic first. So like, Myung-hee, because mm-hmm. you know, they built her up to be someone who really likes... Was it Samba? And then in the end, Zumba. he's like... Oh, Zumba. Yeah, she she's someone who really... Okay, so for Myung-hee, they built her up to be someone who really likes Zumba, right? So in the end, Junki mm-hmm. was like, since you like dancing so much, you can die dancing. And that whole mm-hmm. scene, I felt, was... Well, cinematically speaking, just very well done because it yeah. kind of like comes full circle. So we see yeah. her at the start, a hateful character who loves dancing, and we see her at the end, still a hateful character, uh, and now she's dancing to her death. So it's, it, it just feels very well-rounded in some sense. But mm. that being said, I do agree that on some, uh, some level, it is very, uh, yes, grotesque. <laughs> um, because... Um, to think, like, what, what was the brain that went behind this, you know? To come up with such a horrible way to kill somebody, even if the person is an enemy. Yeah, I think the, the question of morality uh, is a huge theme la, mm. running throughout the whole show, right? Yeah. Uh, when is morality justified, right? And, and, you know, when the system does not mete out justice or a justice that is befitting or, again whoever determines or sets the standard of what is a befitting ending, right? Mm. Or, or justice, right? Yeah, I think this is where uh, uh, a lot of uh, issues pop up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I was reading on Reddit or so that there were a lot of people who found it very cathartic, right? Mm. Uh, I was talking to a young person or so and she was like, yeah, you know, it's like just so good to see all these people being brought to justice. Yeah. You know, the question is, to what extent should it be an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, right? Mm. Um, yeah. And yet, you know, you really also start to ask yourself, yeah, but they, they, these bad people are really so bad. Like, you know, to to the extent that they were like psychopathic, right? So is it does it justify us to, you know, treat them as 
less than human beings mm. because they do not behave as human beings. They are all, you know, they are, they are devoid of emotion la, and yep, empathy yep. themselves. Mm. Yeah, I think it prompts us to think about these things. La. I think that the, the writer did kind of put in some self-reflective points, right, with um, the character mm. Han So. So that's the younger brother of Jun Wu. Oh, Han So. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, they did, I feel like, uh, I think it was episode, somewhere in the middle, episode somewhere in the middle, where <laughs> they did explore mm-hmm. the idea of um, what is, like, who is punishable, who should be punished. Um, so, mm-hmm. okay, so I feel like um, one thing to note is that, like, in Korea, um, they are very mm-hmm. critical about the higher-ups, like, say, um, government mm-hmm. bodies, people in power... Mm-hmm. Because quite often these people are abusing their power. Uh, so it mostly ends up on TV, mostly ends up on film. Uh, so that's probably one of the reasons why, you know, say, um, they are, Vincenzo really takes it to the far extreme with um, the punishment and stuff. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, with the character Han So, we find out that it's really just because he um, was being pushed into this role he didn't really, he wasn't really that evil. You know, whenever he wanted things done, it was mainly because he lacked um, a good role model, per se, uh, which led to him committing certain deeds with the pharmaceutical company and stuff like that. Um, so on that front, the drama kind of um, seems to hint that, you know, you can be evil, but nobody is innately evil so long you, in some sense, repent. Uh, which Zhang Hanso did lah, right? He went to Vincenzo and he was like, oh, mm. let me be your brother and stuff like that. And then the, the, the drama gives him a very glorified death where um, he dies a good person, you know? People mourn for his death. Um, I feel that, I do agree, you know, it's quite brutal the way they killed off certain characters. Uh, but on the other hand, I do empathize with um, the cultural point of view where um, the majority, well, I say the general public is um, very sick and tired of um, people in power, you know, abusing their power. I was looking at the proverbs, right, that were littered out throughout the, sh- the show, the Italian proverbs. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And very like, poetic. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think one of them is like, um, the, the if I'm evil it's because of you mm. and another one is like it takes a devil to drive out another devil yeah, you know, yeah. like the, all the anti-heroes right mm. I, I think that's what made like uh, what's his name Vinenzo <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to butcher his name yeah um, nah, 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 I'm not even trying now I'm just butchering it um, <laughs> I think that's what made him so appealing as a race like when you can't push against the powers you you really want this person to to do it all for you uh someone who's not afraid to get their hands dirty right uh someone who is comes up outside of the system because like when you're in the system it's especially in a uh such a you know high context culture and and high sh- honor shame culture right yep, yep. Um, for you to push back uh, depending on where you are on the on the scale of of power mm. it's just so easy for you to uh, get get booted out lah, right? Or yeah. you know they always say, oh, we'll make sure that you'll never be able to continue in this industry. Yeah, kind of thing, right? Mm. It's it's so there's so much fear involved in pushing back against the powers, and so for, 
um, consulate who came from out of nowhere, right? Yeah. And 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 stood for these people, mm. right? Um, I think it gave them, at least the Gunga Plaza people, so it gave them so much strength, um, and you know the gold in their hearts <laughs> discovered okay, once again. Uh, <laughs> through meeting this person who was supposed to look for the real gold yeah. in, the, in the foundations of the building, right? So yeah. once again, like, all the... <laughs> we are all the real treasure. <laughs> yes, the symbolism. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's also why, like, yeah, perhaps people also found it so cathartic. Uh, mm. uh, mm. Speaking of dramas that are interesting, uh, we are also watching Law School. <laughs> Very horrible segue. Yeah, so <laughs> law school. Uh, my expectations of it was like, um, well, just on the trailer alone, right? I expected mm. it to be a lot like um, the American drama, How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, but the reality is just, it's really not just all about the murder. Uh, it's so convoluted. The plot is so thick. <laughs> it, I need a machete to get through it <laughs> Yeah, it's really convoluted uh, Aside from the murder We are introduced to seven different perspectives Over the past 11 episodes So at the, at the day of recording We are on episode 11 Tonight we're going to see episode 12 So potentially whatever we're going to say Is going to be either outdated Or very relevant Because nothing is going to happen <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, well, other than that, I think right now we are sensing a very, 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 very small hint of romance between Kim Bum and Ryu Hye Young's characters, which is uh, Jun Hui and Kang Sol A. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, episode 11, Benny, thoughts? On the episode itself or Just in general? general. Well, maybe we do okay. a general one and then we'll zoom into z- episode whichever episode you want to zoom into yeah i actually went into it without much uh expectation yep because i was just like oh vincentia's over i need someone something else to <laughs> fill up the void right yes so, <laughs> yes <laughs> so i was like okay raw school because people are like oh must watch must watch you know okay. yeah kim boom did a good job in uh nine tail fox so yeah yeah and soul uh soul kang soul it's been pretty good. Uh, I like how most of the characters are not, uh, what's that called? Do not just have one dimension to them. Mm. Yeah, I think they, even even though all of them are like law students, uh, or students per se, all of them have a a story or so. Yeah. Uh, something, uh, that they hide, and it's not just a special power, right? Like, Vincenzo. I think Vincenzo... Um, the, the supporting cast, they had, like, hidden stuff, but it didn't... It didn't uh, impact the storyline as much, right? As compared mm. to, like, Law School, right? Because yeah. all of them uh, became also potential suspects in the involvement of... Uh, spoiler alert! The, the death of Kim Boom's uncle in yeah, the show. Yeah. So I thought it was really interesting to also... Uh, journey with them on their own moral dilemmas and how each of their choices also will impact uh, a, a man whom we have been led to think is innocent mm. right <laughs> the one whom they are, yeah the one who has been arrested right yeah so currently on episode 11 we are at the point where the we are introduced to a new I would say antagonist so the presidential candidate uh, who is mm. really abusing his power to get his son's girlfriend thrown into prison for life. So that's as of episode 11. 
And we are seeing how, like, you know, among all the people who are suspected as Prof Soul's murderer, none of them are actually mm-hmm. the murderer. Or maybe they're all in it together. We, do, we don't know. It, it's it's, it's dang, very convoluted. Dang. Yeah, it's so many red herrings. I remember in the first two episodes, we were so led to believe that Kim Bom's character or Prof... Um, well, not really Prof... Um, Prof Young. Prof Young, yeah. Maybe not him. But mainly Kim Bom. Like, we were led to believe that he was the murderer. If not, it would be the friend with the glasses. The one who is the mm, son of Ji-ho. the toy, good toy. Yeah, Ji-ho. So, we are led to believe mm. these two, right? And then all of a sudden, they're like, Oh no, we are actually only acting so suspiciously because we have a past. We have a secret. Yeah. And that has mm. nothing to do with the murder. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, I, I'm not too sure where they're going with this. Because all of a sudden... Uh, we're kind of tipped off that the murderer is someone who spied on Prof So through the cameras and he didn't leave a shoe print behind which is quite um, characteristic of um, of a Iman previous Ho. murderer, right? Was it? So far, I think they're hinting at Iman Ho being the murderer. Mm, because yeah. I think previously, his previous conviction uh, was like the modus operandi was apparently mm. similar. I, I think they hinted at it but yep. it, it wasn't made explicit but they at the same time they kind of show that he's not so like how did that happen mm. yeah I, I i don't know i i I would think that my general thoughts on law school right now are that the characters are definitely interesting the plot has um the plot has really caught my attention you know i i want to find out what happens next but everything's so confusing like if i look away for less than two seconds i come back Kimbom might have said something and they're running off to the courthouse. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and I gotta go back and watch the whole thing again. I think that's something I don't really like about this drama. So first of all, um, the flashbacks are not very well fleshed out. <laughs> not very well fleshed out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, like, I feel like, like Sisyphus, right? They could have, sh- they should have added some sort of a tinge or like a more distinct um, distortion. Because I remember the first five episodes... Um, flashbacks and flash forwards look so similar and it's only recently that they really started to put more of a sepia um, less saturated tone in the flashbacks uh, if not it's, it's it's just very difficult to kind of um, understand what's going on especially if they're going in and out of flashbacks other than that I do I do think that the cinematography in law school is terrible it's very motion sickness inducing <laughs> don't you feel that way the camera is constantly moving and for no good reason. You can tell that they're they're clearly on a tripod. But the guy is like, no, we gotta move. This is a dynamic shot, man. And it's just like <laughs> rotating. Okay, maybe that's just me. <laughs> a bit like a bit. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean I, I find it a bit like like when whenever they're talking a bit about like the justice part, then they'll try to enforce the lady justice as a motive. Like, yeah. some part of her will be in the shot. Now I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> oh, but what if maybe she had a camera attached to her and she contains the final clue as to who murdered Prof So? Oh, that would be extremely cheesy. Mind-blowing. <laughs> it was actually in the scale this entire time, guys. Why didn't we think to check the, the statue that has been in the middle of our courthouse thing? Guys, she's always been watching. Yeah, well, no, she technically she's not watching because um, Lady Justice is oh, yeah, blind, blind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
as in <laughs> so technically she is <laughs> uh, what do you think about the romance between Kim Bom's character and Ryu Hyeyong's character so that's Han Jun Hui and Kang Sol A yeah I realised I was saying Kim Bom and I, I repent because I just checked this Kim Bom <laughs> <laughs> Kim Bom yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. this entire podcast is just us butchering names <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we try. <laughs> so back to Hui and Kang So A's uh, okay, sort Hui of hinted romance. Yeah, so what do you think yeah. about that? Um, I think the slow burn romance thing is more of a, it's getting quite popular now. I think it's a healthy turn. Uh, you know, like like Bin, Bin Nono and <laughs> <laughs> Bin Nono, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was a slow, it's like slow burn, right? So, yeah. Slow burn romance. And yeah. so I think it's good to to have more of such examples on how, you know, at least you start off... Okay, you don't have to hate each other at first all the time, but at least, like, it's not just like, oh, you boy, I girl, then, like... We like, live beside we each other. Love. <laughs> <laughs> I lend you yeah, some kimchi, you lend me some rice. Right, uh, yeah, and and I think how they kind of support each other and complement each other's, like, strengths and weaknesses, I think that's good, right? Like, she brings empathy, at least when dealing with you know, people who are weak and, and suffering. Yeah. Uh, and then he he brings, like, encouragement in his own way. He he also supports her without, like, mansplaining. In, okay, sometimes he does when he just, like, has to let go his brilliant lawness, right? But he, he does let her shine. To be honest, I expected uh, Ryu Heyong to present Kang Sol A a certain way in uh, this drama because uh, she appeared in a different drama called Reply 1988. And she has a very sharp mm. character, like very um, uh, very hot, hot blooded. <laughs> yeah, that's the same I, one. <laughs> I mean, she kind of. I feel like she's a lot more empathetic in uh in right. law school. Okay, I didn't watch. Yeah. I didn't watch Reply Ninety Eight. Nah, it's alright. It, it's it's pretty good. You should you should give it a go. Oh, so what's interesting about that? So a lot of people have been bringing this up, right? In Reply Nineteen Eighty Eight, Ryu Heyong's character uh was uh trying to become a lawyer. And mm-hmm. then we see it fulfilled in law school. So everyone's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> she <Sequel>. made it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. so that was, that was pretty interesting to look at. I think any, if I have any predictions for the ending of law school, right, it's a bit hard to say right now. Because this drama has just been full of red herrings and random twists and turns. And not in a good Vincenzo way. It's more of like a, ah... You stupid. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? Then I'm like, ah, so annoyed. I think if anything uh, were to happen, it would be with uh, Lee Man-ho uh, and I guess Kang So-e. There might be a tipping point for him because right now he's being abandoned, right, by the... Is it presidential ca- candidate? Assembly Menko. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. he's being abandoned and being pitched as, you know, the person who did the murders and, oh, he's a bad guy. Um, Let's throw him back into prison, the entire thing. So he, you can kind of see his psyche kind of start to crack, right? And I think that that might push him over the edge to do something to counsel A. Either that or maybe um something might happen to her younger sister. I, I, I don't really know what else could happen because everything seems to be just all over the place, like in a little jumble. Um, but another thing that well we definitely know is gonna happen is that uh Kang So A's older sister Kang Dan is probably gonna come back, right? And I guess throw this case wide open. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, those are my very vague predictions. Uh but what about you? Uh, do you have anything um you think might happen mm. in the next few episodes? Okay, my hunch is that actually Iman Ho 
did not commit the rape in the mm. past. He was my guess is that he was actually set up and he uh like pay he go like he what's that word? Um became a he, scapegoat. Yes, that's right. He was scape he he was scapegoated uh <laughs> yeah under like assembly manko mm. for in exchange for perhaps money to support his son right which is why he's on like a hunt to find the kid right yeah to look for his son again and then Possibly. i think and i think kang dan actually knows the truth oh. but she hid it also because she also took money because right. um i think i mentioned a bit just now uh, i think last episode it was hinted that when he was convicted it was based on evidence that wasn't sufficient i think yeah but he was still convicted anyway yeah a prosecutor anyway so i think that assembly manko is definitely a huge part behind all this and he may have a hand in professor seo's death yeah so that's yeah. my guess well i just hope that the big reveal is going to be a big reveal and it's not just like a <laughs> oh yeah he accidentally overdosed like, that would be such a big letdown <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, I suspect. Actually, I think that may be one that is actually quite possible. Like, like, or he actually oops. did kill himself. <laughs> like, oops, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I woke up and it was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the worst. <laughs> Sincerely hope that doesn't happen. So, yeah. um, I guess episode 12 and 13 will be out by the time we launch this podcast. Then we can. I guess we we can stay tuned to see if you're right. I mean this this um this this drama is probably gonna end in about three weeks, so not much time left for them to build up new complications. Let's hope that they <laughs> end it well. So of Vincenzo and uh law school, right? Uh, we are currently seeing like a kind of like a spike in um I would say more serious tone dramas. Like, how do you feel about that? Do you think that so far like the Korean producers have been doing it well? Or do you think that, you know, they still have, like, a way to go? I think generally, the quality has... is actually very high, I feel. Mm. Like, Korean dramas. There's really been rising, skyrocketing. I mean, if our reference point is Singaporean drama, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I cannot complain. It's, it's not uh, a reference point. It's not even a point. <laughs> it has not been oh! even marked yet. Let's just okay, be point, very clear. Point taken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... I think it's uh it's great that they are raising a lot of questions. Uh, I think on like justice, right? At least like these two shows all involve law and and justice. Mm. Um, and you know grace to a certain extent. I think, um, for Vincenzo, it's more <laughs> on the. I'm not even going to bother to try. Uh, to correct myself, it's like I think um on capitalism. Yeah. Right on the rich being getting richer and you know the the power that that a rich person. Uh, can control over, can wield control over even, you know, law enforcement, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think the same also plays into law school. Uh, but I think on the on a more ground level for law school will be, of course, issues like corruption. Well, pressures, yeah, corruption, pressures of of a student, right, mm. stu- studying. Yeah. Um, and I think Yesu's uh issues, uh, the you know her the dating violence and yeah, yeah. uh being with a uh. A narcissist, um, you know, manipulative like boyfriend who gaslighted her to the point where even a smart young lady who can, you know, get into law school, right, is willing to almost like not stand up for herself mm. and 
because of how powerless she feels and how bad she actually and how sorry how much like self blame she has uh, when it's you know not her fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this is very real. You know, mm. it's easy for us to say, oh, why doesn't she just like yeah speak up and stand up and you know once she sees all these red flags, you know, she should go. But like oh, the gaslighting is is very real lah. Yeah, yeah. Like what he was doing, and I'm very glad that this is is being highlighted because mm. a lot of girls need to to see and know these. I'm just glad that social issues are, you know, being spotlighted and and told within a story mm. uh, for us to see lah, and that there's a way out. To our listeners who sat through this entire podcast not having watched Vincenzo or Law School, <laughs> I hope that um, we gave you something to think about <laughs> and that you um, maybe give them a shot. So I guess that's that. We reached the end of this podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, thanks Benny for coming onto the show. Uh, very looking forward to seeing how law school ends. I hope it ends well. But it's always nice to talk about K dramas with you. Yay! Yay! It's same, same. It's like oh, finally someone can talk. Somewhere I can like <laughs> release like my thoughts. Somebody who won't judge me for who I am. I know, right? For who I are. <laughs> Uh, who I are Correct. from who we is <laughs> so today's intro outro was by my musician friend Fernice Go. if you like what you hear you can check her out on YouTube and her Instagram handle is at fur underscore nice music so thank you listeners for tuning in if you guys have any movies or shows that you want me to review or convince a friend to watch you can drop me a tweet at talkshow or comment on my Instagram at Elf, and I'll have a go at it till next time bye bye bye